Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. Sir, I was ordered to escort you this morning on your sightseeing trip. We do not have time for a coffee. We are not in the world. We are in a war. And we do not wait around. Please accompany me now, sir. All right, all right, Sergeant. I'm here. I'm with you. Shall we go? There'll be a flask on the copter. You can catch a coffee once we're in the air. What's the hurry? Did something happen? The war happened, or maybe you didn't notice, sir. Give me a break here, Sergeant. Nobody gets a break here, sir. You want to tell me what's got up your ass, Sergeant? I am here at the invitation of the Army, who will, I am informed, extend me every facility. I am a friend, Sergeant Leroy. I don't recall giving you my name, sir. It's on the tab on your goddamn left tit, where I can read it, since that is my job. I am a reporter. I can read and write, okay? Is there anything left or right? Well, I guess the Army thinks so, otherwise they wouldn't have given me the facilities to write a piece on how our boys are bringing democracy to the unenlightened peoples of Southeast Asia. Do you like your work, Mr. Brooks? I do my work, Sergeant. Have you flown in a helicopter before? Do you get air sick? Yes. No. We are going to be aboard a Super Jolly resupply flight up to 11 Core 10 Low. It is an outpost with 500 personnel in the lockdown that pacified to you part of the country. If you wish, you can take the seat near the door gunner. It will be noisy. You may take photographs. Do not get in the way or hinder any personnel who are trying to do their jobs. Stay strapped in at all times. Obey any instructions given you by crew members. If at any time I see you are not obeying said instructions, Mr. Brooks, I will terminate this mission and go back to doing my job. Thank you. Maybe it doesn't occur to you, Sergeant. I am trying to do my job. We observe today not a victory of party, but a celebration of freedom. Symbolizing an end as well as a beginning signifying renewal as well as change. For I have sworn before you and Almighty God the same solemn oath our forebears prescribed nearly a century and three quarters ago. Let every nation know whether it wishes us well or ill that we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. This much we pledge and more. Kingfish one inbound, do you have weather and vectors? 4,000 scattered, otherwise clear. 95 with 150. One to Jane, over. Roger that. Kingfish, we'd like you to take station 120.8 at 10, over. That's a swing out of our route, Wanda Jane, over. We have some crowd in here, Kingfish. We would like you to take that old pattern east of the LZ to the L clear, over. Roger that, Wanda Jane. Kingfish 1, beware we have some reports of NBA activity in your holding area. Nothing solid, fellas, but keep your eyes clear for Charles, okay? Coffee? Do you hear that? What? We're being held east of the landing zone. They said to look out for NVA activity. You might see some action, Mr. Brooks. If I was you, I'd sit on my helmet. Really? Action? What? Nah, it's their new year. Mr. Charles always winds down for that. 
like Christmas for us. They get drunk on Macon and think of home. You want to eat? Uh, no, thank you, Sergeant. Coffee's fine. So, I won't get to see anything fired in anger? Airman! Sir! Our guest here would like to see you hose down some country. If you will spend a few taxpayers' dollars for him. Hey, it's fine. I don't... <laughs> Hard rain, Mr. Brooks. Outstanding, Airman. Thank you. Sir. The rider here will make you a hero in his magazine. I'm not... How do they cope with the noise? How do they cope with the noise, Sergeant? Airplugs. I use airplugs. How? Have you got any earplugs? I could sure. God's sakes, be quiet. It's dark. It's night. It's night. It's dark. Okay, okay? Now be quiet, okay? Thank God. Thank God you're alive. Do you drink? Do you... Can you move your toes? What? Yeah, I can move my toes. What about... Can you feel? Can you oh, move your Jesus Christ! Okay. Shh, 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 shh. Be quiet. Your leg, left leg, it's, it's bent. I think, oh God, I think it might be broken. I don't know. The left leg, it's the. I know which goddamn leg it is. Damn it! Wait, wait. Here, use that. What do I do with this? Leg, thigh, stab it in. It'll do the rest. Go on. Go on! Okay. 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 Now, you want to tell me what the hell just happened here? Where's the jolly? Where's the crew? Did they go for help? When are we being evac? Sergeant, I don't know. I mean, I do, but we hit the trees. I sort of lost it. I, I don't know what happened. I remember Bits, the door gunner. He was... What? He was... He was... He wasn't... Most of it... It was fire. There was fire, and I could smell gas. Things started going off. Fiery. Incoming. It was the heat. I don't know. I'm not a goddamn soldier, okay? Just take it easy. Just... Just tell me. I unbuckled it. You were there. You were trying to pull yourself. The floor was... It was a bad angle, and I grabbed you. The straps there. And pulled, and we fell in. I think that's when your leg... Whatever happened, that's when it happened. When we fell out of the helicopter, it was in the trees, and we fell out the door. It was, it was a long way. That was, that's all I know, William. It was burning. It, 
fire was dropping on us. I, I pulled you clear. You were crawling. I pulled you out of the way as far as we could, and... I don't remember. No one else got out? I don't think... No. No. They'll know about it. They'll have approximate positions. The smoke, whatever. God, how come we didn't get picked up yet? What's the time? Uh, almost 12. Midnight. We have to stay near the ship. They'll find us as soon as it gets light. We're not near the helicopter. What do you mean? Look, we had to get away. I don't know, maybe a mile less, maybe. But we had to go, get out of there. Are you crazy? You stay by the ship. Everyone knows that. Stay by the goddamn ship. No, someone came. Evac comes and... Jesus says, Christ, Brooks, what have you done? It wasn't evac, it was... They were Vietnamese. Arvin, our people, goddammit. No, not Arvin. Like you would know. You think I don't do any research? You think I'm that bad at my job? They were Viet Cong, black pajamas, the whole deal. I swear, there were NBA regulars, in force, whatever you call it. I heard trucks, other stuff, while you were unconscious. You were out of your squash, Mr. Ryder. You were flying on that acid you hippies love so much. You were so entirely and absolutely out of your... Hell. To the west. C can you see? What can you see? Uh, light. A flicker, a lot of... Uh... God, that's immense. That's, that's... It has to be the LZ. What you saw. How many... I don't know. A, a lot, and I could hear more. A column of men. Uh, they came past the helicopter. There, they were shouting, and then they went on. Fuel tanks. The field. It has to be. You said it was their New Year. They'd all be getting drunk. They'd never attack on New Year. But if you're going to attack, then I guess you'd do it when no one was expecting it, wouldn't you? <sighs> I guess this means it might be a while before they rescue us. Well, I'll tell you, Mr. Brooks, I don't know squat about the big picture, but for us, right now, I think we're going to have to find our own way home. Christ, I need a smoke. Here, let, let me. Huh? Oh, sure, here. Jesus, what are you doing? We don't smoke. Are you crazy? Smell could give us away. Come on, the whole world stinks of burning gas. It won't tomorrow. And believe me, you don't need another monkey on your back in this jungle. Forget about it. Until we get home. We will get home. Jesus, what? My leg, I must have uh, laid on it. Oh. Have you got more of those things? Oh, can't use them. Not yet. Have to, uh, we have to do something about this leg. You need to take a look. I, I can't. I, I need a drink. Do you want a drink? Just a sip. Keep it small. What do you mean? Do you see any water around here? I know. Until and unless we find water, what you see is what we got. And what we got is squat. So don't waste anything. We have no idea how long we're going to be out here. We don't know. We don't know anything. I have a canteen. You do. That's it. God, Jesus, help us. Sergeant. We have to move. I don't think you're going to be moving anywhere with that leg. I think it's the shin. It's it's wrong. It goes the wrong way. Yeah, I know what goddamn the goddamn shin. Use this. Cut the cloth. Look at it. Tell me, okay? Just look at the thing. Here. It's tough. Good American cloth. Didn't Nixon say that one time about Pat's coat? I should say this. 
that Pat doesn't have a mink coat, but she does have a respectable Republican cloth coat. And I always tell her she would look good in anything. It was about a dog, a goddamn dog someone sent them. Always so touchy, Dick Nixon. Oh. Uh, uh, what? 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 Tell me, damn it. Brooks. Yeah, uh... Get a hold uh, of yourself. I... Shit later. Uh, now you have to tell me what you see. Is the skin broken? Uh, no, I don't think so. I Don't uh, think. Look. Tell me. No, it isn't. There's bruising. It's like it's hard to see for sure. And there's a bump. No, I don't mean a bump. It's bigger than that. Like a... Brooks? Okay. The lump is about as big as a hen's egg. Where... I guess where the shin bone... Must be the shin bone is broken and pushing up. Is it broken or is it fractured? Well, don't touch it. Just look. I can't tell. It's hard to see. Maybe it's fractured. It could be. Either way, we're going to have to get a splint on it. Straighten it up. Get a splint in place because no way are we going anywhere with it right now. I don't know if that's a good idea. Maybe I should go for help. And, and what, find your way back here? And did you forget there was an attack last night? Something happened. Sounded to me like something big. Were you thinking of going alone? Surviving in the jungle for days, weeks? What exactly were you thinking of doing, Brooks? You think I want to leave you here? Is that what you think of me? I don't know you. How the hell do I know what to think about you? Checkers. It was a cocker spaniel. What? The dog. Someone gave Nixon a dog and they called it Checkers. There was a scandal about money, payoffs, and it was the first time Pat and his girls were on TV. He did a broadcast about the coat, the Republican coat. Bobby used to laugh about it. Goddamn Dick Nixon and his coat. But then Bobby was a son of a bitch. Jack would forget anything after a couple days, but when Bobby hated you, you stayed hated. Are you kidding me, or what the hell would you... You have to find a straight edge. Get some cloth and straighten the leg and get a splint on it. Go back to the jolly. That's what you have to do, and you have to do it now, because if I have to keep thinking about what it's going to hurt like, then no way am I letting you do it, so do it. Do it now. Okay, okay. I'll see what... I'll find something. Take the knife. Make your way up. Uh, tie something in the trees every few yards. You'll get lost otherwise. Now go. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, be a scout. Be a scout. Be a scout. You have to be a scout for me. You have to. Oh, God. Oh. Hell, Brooks, where did you go, Hanoi? It's further than I thought. There's stuff there. Not much. I brought stuff back. <laughs> like Robinson Crusoe and the wreck. Yeah, I got stuff. I got uh, food and, and a canteen and uh, uh, this. Now, this will do for the leg. Look, food like Robinson. Enough Cru with the Crusoe, Brooks. But yeah, that's good. Rations, are, are these? Sea rats. <coughs> Tastes like shit, but yeah, good. Five packs here and a, and a canteen and, a, and the damn flask and cold coffee. You want cold coffee? I got cold coffee and iced coffee, huh? <laughs> Brooks, get a hold. Jeez, I'm sorry. I, uh, sorry. It's a reaction, that's all. Shock, you did fine. How did we get in this goddamn mess anyhow? You're the journalist. Some say JFK, some say LBJ, but I say... When you got shit on your shoe, you don't think about the dog, you just gotta scrape it off. <laughs> Kennedy would never have got in this deep... Yeah. Well, I guess LBJ couldn't live with the idea of being Little Balls Johnson, so he simply had to go all the way. Maybe that's the difference between then and now. Threats just don't work anymore. Kennedy never respected LBJ. 
Never really thought he had it in him to be the man in the white hat leading the herd out of the swamp. Oh, you're a historian now, Sergeant. I don't know. Maybe Nixon back then would have made a difference, too. I doubt it. That man had no class. He's a very misunderstood man. Oh, that's not me, Brooks. That's JFK himself. That night after the election when Nixon, he, uh, he had the speech where he conceded something about... A, it went more uh, or less like this. I want to repeat what I said on television last night. And, uh, I know that you will have the united support of all Americans <laughs> as you lead the nation in the cause of peace and freedom over the next four years. Yeah, only he didn't stand and deliver it, did he? He got his guy, one of his guys. Klein. Yeah, got him to give the speech. And you know what they were saying in Hyannisport? No. Bobby, or maybe, uh, maybe Salinger. Yes, Salinger said Nixon should have stood up and delivered the speech like a man. And Jack, Jack was wiping his face with a towel, and he said, he went out the way he came in. No class. And that was it. It was all over. Sergeant, how the hell do you know what they were saying at Hyannisport? I handed him the towel. Did you get any more of the morphine tabs? Uh, nothing else, just this. Okay. I'm going to use two of the tabs I got left. That's going to put me out for two hours at least, I hope. You need to clean the leg. Use these. Uh, straighten it up. See if you can get the ends of the bone and... Oh, hell, you know. Yeah, I know. I'll do it. Okay? Okay. Do it. Were you shitting me? Hyannis sport, that stuff? He was right. Jack was right. So right, no class. No class, because you can see that through. My name is Ishmael. My, my name is all the sea. Is it Jack Cheating? Cheating, how do you do, Brooks? How do you do? Do? What am I doing here? What the hell am I doing here? Okay. Let's get to it. Let's do this thing. Screw you, Sergeant Leroy. I didn't sign on for this. From Wanda Jean. How long was I out? Five hours. I was getting. I was listening to you breathe like it was. What if he stops? What happens? What if he dies? The leg, how does it feel? It hurts. But not too bad, I guess. Was it a. Could you see what it was? I. I think it's a fracture. I could... <laughs> Jesus, I can't believe I'm sitting here saying this, but yeah, I got it straight, I think, and tied the splint. The splint is... Uh, I cut a branch. Uh, I thought you need something, a stick, a crutch, something like that. Yeah, that was good. Now we have to move. In the morning, first light, we move. Where the hell do we go? We go east, back to the LZ. What if there isn't the VC? It has to be there. Why, huh? Tell me why anything has to be. We're here, aren't we? Do we have to be here? Is there some divine reason we have to be here, Sergeant? You need to believe. Huh, sure. I know that. The medium is the message. Hell, I was on Madison Avenue for five years. I probably sold you your childhood. How about that? What dreams are made of? A bright, shiny Roadmaster Christmas. The slick riding bike that has everything. Huh? 
8 a.m. and all swell when you get your choice. Remember that? Remember that? Post-tense, Miss Freckleface? What are you talking about, Brooks? Me. No, I understand what you're saying. It's Somerset Mom. In those stories of the white man in the jungle putting on his dinner jacket every evening to keep up standards. We have to believe. Do I look like a white man to you? It was a metaphor. I mean... I know what you mean. And this is not a metaphor. I need to rest if we're going to move tomorrow. Tell me something else. What? Jeez, I don't know. Tell me something that has nothing to do with anything right now. You're the writer. Tell me something to make it better, Brooks. Do your goddamn job. And you'll do yours and get us home? You were talking about JFK. You said... I know what I said. Was it true? Were you there? Yeah, I was there. How... You know the first thing Nixon ever said to me? It was a job interview. I got the call and I went to see him. 1959. And I walk in and there he is at his desk. And he says to me, he says, You know, that cocksucker in the White House won't give me the goddamn time of day. Nixon was the vice president. Cocksucker? That would be President Eisenhower. He said that? It was one of his favorites. I guess it still is, but he doesn't exactly broadcast it anymore. <laughs> That's what happened. I was there, and I must have looked shocked. Nobody expects Poles to talk like that. And he sounds off. You don't like my language, Brooks. You think I should uh, speak some kind of highfalutin Boston East Coast kiss-my-ass America bullshit? You know what I speak? I speak for the people of this country. He said that? That is what he said, my friend. Here, you know this? Of course you don't know this. How could you goddamn Madison Avenue asswipe? Cocksucker! When I was in college, Whittier College, back in California, they had a fraternity, student fraternity called the Franklins. Most of the kids who belonged to it, they thought they were special. Their parents had money. They had position. That's what they thought. Hell, most of those kids wouldn't have known what a day's work was. It's okay. Go on. Anyhow, as you do, so I did. I applied for membership. Those goddamn Franklins rejected me. My pop ran a store and pumped gas for customers. My mom baked pies for the store. I helped out in the store. And they rejected me. They rejected him? Sure. It still hurt him. Well, how do you feel, Sergeant? It still hurts me. Nixon hurt you? The wound. My leg works. My damn leg hurts. But it doesn't hurt so much. I guess you must be doing something good. Maybe it's the way I tell them. It's a joke. Uh, why don't you go on, huh? You got any more to say? Oh, sure as hell Nixon did. He looked at me. I could see his jaw tense. And he says, Do you know what I did, Brooks? I stood up straight and tall. And I started a fraternity for ordinary students. Not those damn snobs, but the ones who worked their passage. Called it the Orthogonians. If you know any Latin, you'll know what it means. No, it means standing straight and tall. Yes, it does. And that's what I've always done. And I said, Nobody doubts your record, Mr. Nixon. Then why doesn't the president publicly endorse my candidature? That's not my business, I said. And and he asks me. You are an American. Yes, of course I am, I say. And, and who the hell else's business is it who gets to be your next president? Listen to me. Look out there. What do you see? America, Mr. Brooks. 
stretching far and wide from sea to shining sea. Oh, I know the Kennedys would laugh at that kind of thing, but I happen to believe it, and believe in it. And so do millions of Americans, ordinary Joes and Janes just like me. Orthogonians, I said. Now you're beginning to get it, Brooks. They deserve the chance to elect a man who is one of them from his cap right down to his work boots. <laughs> I see you looking at my shoes. Wingtips today. Work shoes. I work in them for people. Shoes are important. My mother always says they tell you about a man, the kind of person he cares to present himself as being. Does he polish them regularly, get them mended rather than buy a new pair? Are they sturdy or uh, flashy? So I asked, what do you want me to do, Mr. Vice President? I want you to be my conscience. Your good conscience? Hell no. I can go to church for that. My Madison Avenue conscience. The market is changing day by day. I need someone who can, uh, how do you people say it? Keep me up to speed. Yes, that's what I want, Mr. Brooks. That was it. I took the job. I wanted out from the avenue. I wanted into something better. But I was still selling. And I didn't know then there was a gap between the sale and the product. Do you... Sergeant? I hope you know what you're doing, Leroy. God, I do. You know what I thought about Nixon that day? I thought there is no there where this man is there. Just a hole in the world which hurts and wants to be born into the White House so no one can ever say again, Dick who? No way. Not in our fraternity. And I thought, that's crazy thinking. Then I thought, maybe we can do it. Maybe we can. Maybe I can be something, and he can win. I guess that made me crazy, too. Orthogonians. God damn. Orthogonians. Is it always like this? Is what always like this? Yes. This, the jungle. How would I know? It's the only jungle I've ever been in. But if you want my opinion, then yes. I'd say it probably is always like this. Jesus! You should eat, Brooks. It's cold. It's crap. Yeah, we can't risk a fire. I'm too tired. I don't think I've ever been this tired in my life before. I have to sleep. You have to eat to keep your strength up. Or what? Or what? I can't carry you. see down there? Is it as bad as it smells? Uh, smoke. Can't see anything much. Anything much good. VC for sure and MVA regulars. Overrun? Ah, it's a mess. Oh, this wasn't supposed to happen. I can't see any of our people. A couple of copters burning. A lot burned. I, I guess they fell back. Or got captured or killed. Uh, I don't see anything that looks like a holding pen. Nothing like that. It wasn't that big a compliment here. It was supposed to be secure. This is why we walked through the damn jungle? A burnt-out landing zone? This is why? Oh, you were going to stay there on your ass? Jesus. What a mess. 
How's your leg? Oh, it aches worse than you belly aching all day, Brooks. That's how it is. We need to think. Make a plan. We could go down there. <laughs> you nuts? Give ourselves up? Get taken prisoner. It's no dishonor, Sergeant. You're wounded for God's sakes. Do you really believe you're going to walk out of this jungle? On that leg? Am I supposed to carry you along with everything else I got on my back? You've got about a tenth of what any grunt would carry all day. There are NBA regulars down there. They'll treat us okay, right? It's an army. They're not barbarians. You don't really know much about being in a war, do you? Well, no. I was never in one. Before now. Well, yeah. So listen to me. I have my tags, my uniform, papers, whatever. I'm a soldier. That probably won't make any difference, but it might. You have a press pass. You know what they'll think if you go down there? That you're some hotshot writer for Rolling Stone or whatever? No, they'll think you're a spook. And Mr. Brooks, I have to tell you, they hate spooks. God, how they hate them. The CIA has not made itself universally loved and admired in this particular theater of conflict. Spies get shot. You want to be shot? Go down the hill to LZ Wanna Jane, by all means. But don't think I'll be coming with you. You don't know that's true. Do you? No, I don't. But I am not going to put this mission at risk by surrendering to the enemy. It's not a goddamn mission! Keep your voice down! I can't do this alone. Jesus H. Christ! Now you tell me? You think I can do it? I'm 45 years old. I smoke 30 camels a day. No other cigarette tastes so rich yet smokes so mild. I haven't taken any meaningful exercise in years. It's not 1960 anymore. I can't do it. God, what a mess. A mess. I'm not going down there. It's the only answer. We've done our best, and we're done. You can do what you want, Sergeant. I'm going. You want to shoot me in the back? Go ahead. Be my guest. Can't be any worse than this. I knew Lyndon Johnson when he was just a good old senator giving a pick in his nose in public and sounding off about niggers. You know, Bobby hated Lyndon, and Lyndon didn't have much more time for Bobby. Or for Jack, come to that. What are you doing, Sergeant? West Virginia. During the primaries, JFK had to kick righteous Hubert Humphrey's ass if he was going to clinch the Democratic nomination. You're not snowing me. I was there. Well? You have to make up your mind. You want to take a walk down to Wanda Jane, or you want to go east and find out what happened? I know what happened. I worked for Nixon. I thought you were a writer, not some chicken shit who missed the best story he ever had. Screw you, Leroy. Who owns the past owns the future, and who owns the present owns the past. Is that it? Does it look like we're in control here, Sergeant? We go down there. Charlie owns our asses for as long as they want to let us live, and then we're done. We go our own way. Tell our own story. Then, yeah, it's ours. Fuck you, Sergeant. Fuck you. We go east, and you talk. Later. Now we march. And hey, Brooks, at least you gave up smoking. <laughs> That's gotta help. West Virginia? I carried the bags. The polling was good. Harrods had JFK winning 70 to 30 percent over Humphrey, and Bobby had all the crew flown down to Charleston for a big strategy meeting. They're sitting around O'Donnell, O'Brien, and a whole heap of Virginia Democrats, and Bobby does that thing. He stands up and tells them. What we need here is a cold, hard appraisal. Let's go over the whole place, county by county, and see what problems there might be. And this old boy stands up, prominent Democrat from way back when, and he says, There's only one problem that counts here. He's a goddamn Catholic. That's the goddamn problem. And Bobby, 
goes white. I never seen that before or since. And he rushes off to the phone, and there I am feeding him cents and dimes to call JFK and tell him, Johnny, you gotta negotiate with Humphrey and get him to withdraw, because otherwise he's gonna lick you. Jack says I can hear him over the phone coming through all tinny and long distance. Damn it, Bobby. We polled 70%. I won't negotiate, Bobby says. The people who voted in that poll, they just discovered you're a Catholic. We're screwed in Virginia. We cannot win. You have to offer Hubert the vice presidency. And Jack shouts, he never take it, and I won't give it. We fight. And Bobby says, then we lose. And you lose the nomination. Come on, Sergeant, don't hold out on me. I'm done for now. Tomorrow. You're treating me like a child, promising me cookies if I do what I'm told. Yeah, if you like. Maybe I'm promising me the cookies, too. Stay alert. Don't complain. You'll need your strength. How about you, Sergeant? How are you going to make it with a bust leg? I'll hop if I have to, and if I can't do that, then I'll learn to fly. Is that good enough? Ah! 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 Just don't ask me to carry you. JFK, when he was a senator, everyone had him figured as this playboy who barely ever put in an appearance on the Senate floor. They underestimated him because not one of them knew that man lived with pain. Every day of his life, I have seen him when he thought he was alone, crippled on his knees down there weeping with pain. The next minute, he's on his feet, a smile on his face, knowing he's got 8, 10, 15 hours before he can rest again. Don't complain, Mr. Brooks. It's a democracy, Sergeant. You may not like it, but that means I get the right to bellyache if I choose. Shall we go? Do you need a hand? Fuck you, Brooks. <laughs> I can't see the sky. Where's the sky gone? It's there. Above the canopy. We'll see it when we need to. How do you know we're heading in the right direction? Going east. Oh, how do you know? I have a compass. I was a scout. I am prepared at all times. We have been heading east all along. You were a boy scout? That's how I got involved. I was an usher at an early meeting JFK had in Boston. Showing people to their seats, and Joe is there. Uh, Joseph Kennedy, like God, come down to earth with Cardinal Cushing. That's more power in one place than most people will ever see. And old Joe, he puts his hand on my shoulder. It was like sheer cold stone. I was to find out later they all had something of that uh, solidity. Oh, Bobby. Jack, there was a kind of presence. Only with old Joe, it was a bastard evil thing. It was dangerous to be near. I met him once, and you're right. That man scared that crap out of me. I sort of prayed I didn't have to shake the hand of a man who preferred Hitler to Churchill. What'd he say? He asked me, is my boy Jack going to be president? And I say, quick as a flash. Yes, sir, he is, because he's the best man. You believe that, he asks? I do, sir. I believe that like I believe Jesus Christ walked on water. And Joe says to the cardinal, Richie, would you drive your car across the bay without a bridge? Well, this boy would for my boy. this stuff. We'll share one a day. That'll give us another two days with provisions. It's shit anyway. 
You think it'll take that long? How the hell should I know? I'm not an oracle. This is your war, not mine. You're supposed to know about it. You're the professional. It's a jungle out there, Mr. Brooks. <laughs> is this funny to you, Sergeant? Some kind of joke? Something I'm not getting here? Save your energy. Eat. Well, I have been walking for three. Is it three days? And where we are looks the same as where we were. Eat slow. That's what they tell you. Who tells you? Survival movies. And I saw one once. You okay? All right. Two days, maybe three, I'm going to run out of painkillers. It's not going to be good when that happens. It hurts like hell right now. God knows. West Virginia was going to be trouble from the get-go. Poorest damn state in the nation. Unemployment, poverty, moonshine, and were they going to elect a Boston rich boy? No way. Well, Joe and the Cardinal thought they had it figured. What do you mean? Those two old bastards decided to buy West Virginia for Jack. Joe looks at me, and when he did that, he were looked at. Boy Scout. Yes, sir? You prepared, boy, to do your bit for the cause, whatever it takes to get my boy in the White House. I was due to go to college, and he knew it. Joe knew everything he needed to know. We'll pay your fees, boy, if you're one of us, see? That's how we do it in Boston. All three years. But I have to know, are you prepared? He said yes. I didn't say anything. My throat was dry. I was damn near crapping my pants with fear, and he knew it, the old bastard. He gives me this valise. Take a plane to Logan County. See the local boss there. Give him this. So I do. Hey, everything paid for. I'm on the strength, and Joe's got more money than the Federal Reserve. So I fly in, and I see this guy, Boss Gaffin, and hand over the bag, and it's a heavy bag, and he says... Hey, what is this? I asked for 35. What is this? It's too heavy. And he unzips the bag, and I guess both our jaws fall open because there is so much money in there. And he starts laughing, and he says to me, Boy, I asked for $3,500, and they gone and giving me 35000 Oh, Lord, this man must win. He surely must. $35,000 for one county? What? What the hell did you think? I wanted to get out of there, but I didn't. I stayed around. Maybe because I wanted to see how this Catholic problem would play out. They must have had them all crap in their pants. We never elected a Catholic president. Not in history. The candidate came down to West Virginia that afternoon. And, see, he knows me. He's seen me around, and he takes me aside. Like Joe, but nothing like Joe. Only two of us in a room, and he tells me to sit down, and he says... I was out on the stump this afternoon, and this fellow comes up to me, says, Mr. Kennedy, are you the son of the richest man in America? I answered, guess I am. Is it true you never wanted for anything? I guess it is. And that you've never done a day's work with your hands in all your life? Again, I have to admit it's true. And he looks at me and nods, and I think, here it comes. And he says... Well, let me tell you, you ain't missed a thing. <laughs> he laughed, just like you and me. He spent that time with me, telling me a story against himself. And I guess he was just trying the story out, seeing how it would play, but he was talking to me. It was like the big brother you never had, sitting with you on the front step of an evening, and you're chewing the fat, this and that. He asks me. Dad tells me you're a Boy Scout. Yes, sir, I say. And then he says, Are you going to be my Boy Scout? Not Dad's, not Bobby's, but mine. But don't worry about Joe. I can handle Joe. Make your own choice. No one else can do that for you, but once you do, stick by it. And I take a breath. The biggest breath I ever took in my life. And I tell him about Boss Gaffin and the money and old Joe. And he sits back and he's thinking about what he's going to say to me, this kid. I'm hardly more than that. I don't even have him vote. He looks at me and he says, 
It's pretty simple, really. You see something wrong, either you try to make it better or you walk by. No one asks you to be an angel, and hell, most of us aren't, but all of us have that choice. To say no, or to say yes, I'll try my damnness to do that bit. And this time I said, yes sir, loud and clear. And then Bobby pushes the door open, he never knocked, and he looks at me like, what is this kid doing here? And he says, Jack, are you coming? I got this guy set up for tonight. And we go out to this meeting, and about halfway through, this old guy gets up and says, How can you be president and a Catholic? How come the Pope ain't gonna tell you what to do? You know they say you could hear a pin drop? <sighs> you could have heard a feather drop that night. And I see Bobby smile. And he never smiled. JFK waits. He looks at the crowd, holds them, and then he starts to talk. Nobody asked if I was Catholic when I joined the Navy in the war. Nobody asked my brother if he was Catholic before he climbed aboard his bomber on his last mission. And I refuse to believe that any American will deny me the right to campaign for the highest office in the land because I am a Catholic today. Oh, he had him. They'd bought the product, taken it straight off the shelf and put it in their baskets. It's almost perfect, didn't it? Oh, Jack knew what was happening. He used to warm up meetings near the end of the campaign. I got a telegram from my old man. Dear Jack, don't buy another vote. I'll be damned if I'm paying for a landslide. I don't see how you could square it. What they said, what they did. What he said. Did I tell you I wanted to be a boxer when I was young? My parents wouldn't let me. You're not some Roxbury boy, Fenton. My dad told me, I expect better from you. Where did you live? Mission Hill. He's a librarian, before you ask. She's a teacher, and uh, it was Orwell. George Orwell. Who was? What you said about owning the past and the present. Only it wasn't owning, it was controls. Who controls the past controls the future, and who controls the present controls the past. 1984. A good book. You should read it sometime. As it See, all those uh, boxing movies, what they tell you, essentially, is this game is crooked. But when you're up there, under the cage of lights in the ring, you have the choice. You can take the money, throw the fight, or you can be true to yourself and what you believe. You have the choice. You know what I think? I think you need to grow up. I think you need to sleep, Brooks. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.